Alrighty, friends and neighbors, you're back for yet another session of No Filter Media with Joni Wickham and Sly James. I would be the Sly James part of that. Obviously, I do not sound or look like a Joni. I'm wondering if I were female, what my name would be. Don't answer. Uh, Don't answer. I'll come up with some ideas. That's a whole podcast episode. Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) probably something that will never be aired. Uh, But we're here with Wickham James Strategies and Solutions. We handle issues related to public policy, communications, and trying to help people solve problems on a business or legal scale to... To basically find solutions that uh, that work. That's what we're all about. Um, I'm the author of a couple of books, The Passion for Purpose and The Opportunity Agenda with Wickham Fisher. I'm here with my good friend, Joni Wickham. Hi, everybody. Uh, Joni Wickham here, co-founder of Wickham James Strategies and Solutions and author of the best-selling book, The Thin Line Between Cupcake and Bitch. And it is thin. It is thin and getting thinner Paper like my thinner. hairline. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you said that I did. That's what happens when you pass 40. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so we often talk about some heavy topics yeah. here on this podcast. So we decided to change it up today. And we are going to talk about some positive stuff and like what we feel good about and reasons to be optimistic. Yeah. And, and you know what's really funny is is that things didn't just come trippingly off the tongue. It was kind of like, we got to think about this one a little bit. Um, you know, but there are some things. I mean, right now we live in this time of cynicism and negativity. And frankly, we should try to avoid it because all that does is leave marks on your soul and, and take up too much valuable time when you could actually be living. Um, but, you know... Uh, I'm going to start. I'll start with one thing that I think we should be positive about, and that is that I think that there is a new, not new, there is a broadening respect for things environmental, uh, that there's been a lot of resistance, there remains a lot of resistance, but I think the events of the world with weather, the heightened emphasis of it by people who ordinarily you wouldn't think would be interested in it, like car companies uh, making absolute uh, uh, promises that they are going to become totally electric within a period of time. I'm trying to think. I think it's Hyundai that said they're going to be totally electric by 2030. Everything's going to be electric. Mercedes is moving in that direction. Toyota is moving in that direction. I think the American car makers are moving in that direction. When you consider the relationship between automobile manufacturers and fossil fuels, for them to basically say we're going to get rid of fossil fuels and start moving towards electric is a huge deal. But it's a positive because now people are starting to understand the environmental impacts of fossil fuels. And as we get more and more into this, it will become more and more commonplace and other things will follow. Yeah, and I think... We can thank young people for that. Um, I certainly bitch about young people enough, so I will give them credit for this one um, because I think young people are more likely to see the importance of doing actually doing something about climate change because they're the ones that are going to be here yeah. that have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's a, a really uh, good positive. For sure. I, I think another reason why young people are, are like it are, are 
critical in this conversation is because they actually see the wastefulness and the damage that we have done from a totally different perspective. There's like, why are you doing that? Yeah, they're actually and it's cool to be consciously socially aware of climate and environmental issues as a young person they're getting taught about it in classes and things like that wish they had put the same emphasis on civics but uh, i wish yeah uh but that's certainly good so what do you have um okay so another thing that i definitely bitch about on here is technology but with all the techn- technological technological advancements that we have um it does allow um people to um, be closer together and to stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in the process of trying to find an iPad to buy my grandma in North Carolina an iPad so she and I can FaceTime. She lives by herself now in the middle of nowhere. And, like, that, we wouldn't have been able to do that 15 years ago. Um, she got Wi-Fi? She's got Wi-Fi. Okay. For, for better or worse. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that's really cool. I'll be yeah. able, you know, we talk on the phone every day, but I'll actually be able to see her, and that'll give me peace of mind, and it'll make her feel good, too. I've got another idea for you. There are systems that you can use that are really more set up for really just the communications phase, unless you want to give her an iPad so that she can look stuff up. There are systems that you can use where you can have conversations, personal uh, like desktops, check out Amazon and those okay. types of things. So you don't have to have the iPad. Uh, it's really more of a telecommunication system as hmm. opposed to a laptop or yeah. tablet. Um, I'll tell you something. I'm I'm really uh, happy about. I think people are starting to wake up to the dangers of social media. You think? Yeah, I do. I think there's more and more discussion about it. I think there's more and more recognition of the dangerous of it, dangerous propensities of it. I see more and more people taking digital holidays where they just leave their oh, digital yeah. crap aside. Yeah. Um, I think there are more and more people who are starting to understand social media is not necessarily good. Yeah. It can be. It serves a purpose, but it has some serious drawbacks. Um, yeah, I do think that that's a positive. I don't think that it is a positive that's moving nearly as quickly or as far as I'd like to, primarily because the money is so deeply embedded in it that nobody's going to give it up. But I think there's more and more pressure to curb in some of the um, dangerous propensities of social media. That's a positive. Yeah, that is. Yeah, my Christmas gift to myself back uh, in December was to give myself 30 days of barely any. For what we do, I have to look at, mm. you know, social media some. But for 30 days, I barely looked at social media, and I've decided I'm going to continue that. Yeah, my, my social media use has dropped way down. I will tell you, however... Uh, here's a positive. Uh, I'm going to get uh, my. They had to move back my Irish Wolfhound puppy f- to sp- summer because uh, the bitch came into heat too early, and they didn't want to deliver during the winter. He's not Don't- talking about me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that thin line. There's that thin line. But uh, so that's positive. But. I find myself doing things like I've joined three Irish Wolfhound clubs. Oh, that is cool. You yeah. didn't tell me that. That's really cool. Yeah. And that I look at that stuff 
more than I look at Twitter maybe once a week. Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> it really is. It is. And and beyond the Irish Wolfhound things, the only time I look at Facebook Facebook is when somebody from my family sends something and I open it to see what the new picture is. Other than that, no. Don't bother with it. Uh, I just can't deal with it. Uh, it it's soul-sucking, it's time-consuming, and it's too easy to be drawn into stupid, non-profitable conversations. Yeah. Um, okay, something else I feel optimistic about. You're going to laugh at this one. Um, I have tried to reduce my carb and sugar intake. Um, except for yesterday. Except for yesterday. Yeah, we had... That's all right. Everybody's allowed a cheat day. Yeah. As long as it doesn't become a cheat week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what it what it has done. Having a cheat day Cleaned yesterday... Well, yeah. <laughs> but it makes me realize how shitty I feel, pun intended, yeah. um, when I do put that stuff in my body. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I have so much more energy when I'm not consuming as much sugar and um as many uh pieces of sugar and uh carbs for well sure. there's always got to be a compared to what yeah you know whenever you start feeling one way you got to figure out what's compared to and the best way to do that is to go back to the old ways and say uh now i understand why i'm not doing that anymore yeah it's yeah. like drinking yeah you know uh i used to drink a lot i used to love it and now it's kind of like, uh, no, that has all sorts of repercussions. So I'm very limited when I'm where I drink anymore. Yeah. The f- unfortunate part is, is I seem to be accumulating alcohol at a much faster pace. Partially <laughs> thanks to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's that's true. And I think that is something good. Um, here's another positive. I think another positive is that we are living in a period of innovation. A lot of new stuff coming out, a lot of new ways of attacking things. And I think it's positive because it is a response to a changing environment brought about to a large extent by COVID. You know, the pandemic is more than, than a medical issue. It is a cultural, societal, political issue. And it's disrupting all of those things in some ways. And because it is disrupting all of those things, people are finding new ways and new solutions to deal with the after effects. That's a positive. Innovation is a good thing. Um, Even the bad innovations are a good thing because they do move the technological or cultural or educational scales forward in some way. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, folks, there are plenty of things to be optimistic about and to feel good about. It ain't all thunderstorms and rain clouds. No. Uh, I, you got another positive? Something to be good about? Mm. Well, spring is not that far away. No. I do not like winter anymore. I used to really enjoy the fact that living in Missouri, we get four seasons. Hell, sometimes we get four seasons in one week here. But, man, I am shifting that mindset. I do not like cold weather. Um, I've never been a cold weather fan. Um, I've also been geographically ignorant. I started my first year of law school in Syracuse and then moved to Minneapolis thinking that it couldn't be as cold as Syracuse when it was exactly the opposite. It could have, should have stayed in Syracuse. <laughs> um, but, and, and then here, here's, here's, a, here's a warning to you. If you live or see, if you live in a city or you see people driving cars with extension cord ends hanging out of the front of their cars, move. 
Oh, yeah. That's Move. a terrible sign. <laughs> That's thought, a sign of the apocalypse. I thought, what exactly do you do you have those? First time I saw it, it was like, why are those there? First winter, I figured that out real yeah. fast. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, my gosh. It was horrible. I've got another thing uh, that's a positive. My beloved Chiefs uh, aren't going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, but the positive is that sometimes when you take a step back, you're able to move two steps forward. If you learn your lesson, uh, you see where the weaknesses are and you do everything you can to shore them up then that's going to make you stronger down the road. Uh, but I also feel positive because people who are upset that they're not going to be in the Super Bowl obviously have not followed them forever because there were decades where they weren't even in a playoff game. Yeah. So when I'm living through a period of time uh, with my favorite football team and they've had four consecutive home AFC championship games – which is unheard of, then I'm real happy about that and very much appreciative of it, even though they didn't make the final game. Because, you know what? I'd rather be consistently good than periodically exceptional. Oh, that's a good quote. Yeah, that's good. And if it's the end of football season, that means baseball season's right around the corner. Well, maybe. This is something I'm not necessarily positive about because there's a lockout with the owners and they have not yet determined whether or not they're going to be able. They haven't done enough to get the contract written. So spring training is going to start, should start here in a month. Um, Good luck with that. Right now, they're not going to have it. So they're going, well, they are going to have it, but they're only going to have it with minor leaguers. Because they can't do it with anybody on the 40-man roster, which is the major league team. So baseball is in a labor flux now, and it's kind of a sticky one, and I'm not sure when it's going to end. And we don't need any more labor issues. We've had enough. Yeah. Okay. But still, not all thunderclouds and rain. No, there are some things to be optimistic about. Optimistic about my daughter's wedding, optimistic about our business. I'm optimistic about a lot of stuff. I'm most optimistic, or I shouldn't say optimistic, hopeful that I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening.